Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I got the authority. The Debbie authority. This pot is just more to me. The Debbie authority going way up. Taking my opponents down and going way up. Waiting is waiting you down. It's a bevy, a Debbie. You can bet I stay ready. I ain't petty. I'm betting all up on me to defend these. All, all these titles and shits. From, from concrete to tulip. Number one seed, this is it. Pedal to metal, it's lit. I swear I, I, I got the authority. The Debbie authority. What's up, guys, and welcome into the, the Debbie, Debbie Authority, authority coming to you away. through the airwaves of the media empire that is the Fantasy Authority. I'm Christian Welch, Evil Empire FF on Twitter, and I'm your host for this adventure. Today, I'll be hitting on all the notable games from Week 9 and nearly every relevant Debbie player you can think of. Before we dive in, I need to ask a favor. If you like the podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps us get, get through the algorithm so the show can reach more people. All of us at the Fantasy Authority would really appreciate it. So let's go ahead and dive into week nine. We'll start off with number 25 and go all the way to number one and even hit on a few unranked games that matter to us in fantasy football. So number 25 this week was BYU. And man, did they put up some points against Virginia. So high scoring affair here. Uh, BYU beats Virginia 66 to 49. And most of this was on the back of their running back, Tyler Algier. 29 carries, 266 yards, and five rushing touchdowns. What a monster game for Algier. On the Virginia side, they put up 49 points too. Uh, Brennan Armstrong, 431 total yards and six touchdowns for the quarterback. Uh, wide receiver Dontavian Wicks continues his breakout campaign with four catches for 125 yards and a receiving touchdown. And then former Mississippi State quarterback turned wide receiver Keatone Thompson, nine catches for 91 yards and a receiving touchdown. Looking like he's adapting to that position change just fine. Number 24, Coastal Carolina. Uh, defeats Troy 35-28. to 28. Uh, Javion Haley continues his good campaign with five catches for 116 yards and a receiving touchdown. Not the best game for Grayson McCall. Not bad, but not what we usually expect for him. Uh, 294 passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and he carried the ball 15 times for 59 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown on the ground. Uh, West Virginia beats number 22 Iowa State 38-31. to 31. And uh, really the notables in this game are, are the running backs for each team. So for Iowa State, Brees Hall, 24 carries, 167 yards and a touchdown. And then Letty Brown for West Virginia, 22 carries, 109 yards and two rushing touchdowns. So number 21, San Diego State goes down to Fresno State, losing 30 to 20. And this game is really going to be about the Fresno State guys for us. So we love Jake Hayner, uh, 306 passing yards this week, one touchdown, no interceptions. His wide receiver, Jalen Cropper, six catches for 84 yards. And then running back, Jordan Mims with a big game this week. 29 carries, 186 yards, and two touchdowns for him. So moving on to number 19, SMU. They also lose to Houston, going down 44-37. to And this game's really about the quarterbacks. So Clayton Toon for Houston just had a massive day. 412 passing yards, four touchdowns, no picks. And then SMU's quarterback, Tanner Mordecai, had 305 passing yards, 
three touchdowns and one interception. So moving on from the smaller schools, we'll hop into the SEC here with number 18, Auburn, beating number 10, Ole Miss, 31-20. to 20. So the lower-ranked team winning here. Uh, Tank Bigsby uh, for Auburn, 23 carries, 140 yards, and a rushing touchdown on the ground for him. Uh, his quarterback, Bo Nix, put up 306 total yards and three touchdowns, so strong game for the Auburn guys. Matt Corral, again, kind of like McCall, not a bad game this week, but not what we expect from the Heisman candidate. Uh, 289 passing yards, no passing touchdowns, one interception, uh, and then he carried the ball 10 times for 45 yards and a rushing touchdown on the ground. So here was a shocker for me this week. Um, number 17, Pittsburgh, goes down to Miami, 38-34, to and the quarterbacks in this game lit it up. I mean, Kenny Pickett for uh, Pittsburgh threw for over 500 yards, so 519 passing yards, three touchdowns, but he did throw two interceptions. And then Tyler Van Dyke for Miami, maybe another breakout star here, 426 pass yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. The number one receivers for each team in this game absolutely delivered. Jordan Addison for Pitt, uh, eight catches for 145 yards. And then Charleston Rambo for Miami, seven catches for 101 yards. Miami running back Jalen Knighton, also with a huge day, uh, 17 carries, 80 yards, and two rushing touchdowns for him. So, Exciting game there with a lot of good quarterback play. Uh, number 16, Baylor, takes care of Texas, 31-24. to And uh, breakout freshman receiver for Texas, Xavier Worthy, continues to impress. Four catches, 115 yards, and a receiving touchdown for him. And then Bijan Robinson this week, not the best game. <clears throat> 17 carries, 43 yards, and a rushing touchdown for him. Not what we have seen from him mo most of this season. So he is a human. Number 15, Oklahoma State puts it on Kansas, 55-3. to But unfortunately, there's not too many crazy performances for us to talk about here. Uh, really, you know, the only notable thing that really popped out to me was their quarterback, Spencer Sanders, had a pretty pretty decent day, uh, just 210 yards, so, so nothing huge as far as, you know, volume goes. But three touchdowns, a really efficient game for Sanders and a big Oklahoma State win. So number 13, Wake Forest puts it on Duke, 45-7. to and Wake Forest's quarterback, Sam Hartman, is a guy we need to start paying more attention to. So this guy's putting up big numbers. Wake Forest could potentially go undefeated this year. You know, we got to get some eyes on these guys a little bit. Look at this day from Sam Hartman. Uh, 402 pass yards, three touchdowns and no picks, and ran the ball six times for 61 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Most of that through the air goes to his number one receiver, Ja'Cory Roberson. Uh, four catches, 65 yards, one receiving touchdown, and then Duke's running back, Mateo Durant, carried the ball 20 times for 103 rushing yards, a good game in the losing effort for them. So Mississippi State pulls the upset in the SEC over number 12, Kentucky, beating them 31-17, to so a two-touchdown victory. Um, for Mississippi State, Will Rogers, good game through the air, 344 passing yards, just one touchdown, no picks, though. Uh, most of that went to his receiver, Jaden Wally, uh, six catches for 95 yards for Wally. And then uh, Wandale Robinson for Kentucky puts up another good game, uh, nine catches for 79 yards for him. So number 11, Notre Dame beats North Carolina 44 to 34. And this is the game on the ground that we have been waiting on from Kyron Williams. So Kyron Williams has been having a pretty good campaign through the air, but we have been just waiting on that monster rushing game. And here it is against North Carolina, 22 carries, 199 yards and a rushing touchdown for Kyron Williams. Um, over to the other running back on North Carolina, Ty Chandler with a strong day, 
nowhere near 200 yards like Williams, but 15 carries for 83 yards and two rushing touchdowns for Chandler. Uh, North Carolina's wide receiver Josh Downs with a huge day, 10 catches for 142 yards for him. Um, Sam Howell, uh, 341 passing yards, just one touchdown, one interception, but did carry the ball 18 yards for 91 yard. I'm sorry, 18 carries uh, for 91 yards and a rushing touchdown as well for Sam Howell. Uh, Michael Mayer, Notre Dame's tight end, four catches, 51 yards, so involved, but not a massive day for him. So that that's a really exciting game right there. Um, Wisconsin, Iowa, unfortunately, is not going to be as exciting for us. So we can't talk about Wisconsin without talking about our buddy Graham Mertz. So Graham Mertz last week, you know, he, he threw for 52 yards. So hard to follow up a performance as massive as Mertz had last week, but he did it. He doubled last week's yardage. Mertz this week was 11 of 22 for 104 yards. So massive day by Graham Mertz standards, doubling his performance from last week, but still 50% passing. We all know, though, that's not how Wisconsin wins. Wisconsin wins with defense and running the ball. And their running back, Braylon Allen, big day for him. 20 carries, 104 rushing yards. So it seems like we may be seeing a changing of the guard there in the Wisconsin backfield from Ches Malusi over to Braylon Allen. Beginning of the year, we thought it was Jalen Berger. Who knows what happened there? It seems like there's a little more going on in the football with, with Berger. But Braylon Allen, nonetheless, is a breakout star for Wisconsin. Uh, get this guy on your Debbie rosters as fast as you can because he's going to be hard to acquire going forward. But that Wisconsin defense delivers, beats Iowa 27-7. to So that's number nine Iowa. So that's a top 10 uh, team that Wisconsin takes down despite Graham Mertz's consistently horrible quarterback play. So number eight, Michigan State. Comes back and beats number six, Michigan. So this has got to be the game of the week right here. Michigan State wins 37-33 to in the in-state rivalry game, and almost all of this was on the back of Heisman candidate Kenneth Walker III. 23 carries, 197 rushing yards, and five touchdowns for Walker. So just a massive day. Huge statement win for Michigan State in the rivalry game. On the Michigan side of things, though, we did see a breakout from a relatively unknown player prior to this week. Andrell Anthony for Michigan, six catches, 155 yards, and two receiving touchdowns for him. So dive into Andrell Anthony. Uh, my buddy Brendan Lejeune over at the Debbie Deep Dive, I believe, has already chopped up some of this film and, and broken down Anthony a little bit. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, Jaden Reed for Michigan State, six catches, 80 receiving yards in this one. And then Blake Corum, you know, has had a tremendous season, but not the best day this week. 13 carries for just 45 yards for Corum. So exciting Michigan State-Michigan rivalry game. You know, maybe Kenneth Walker's getting into this Heisman conversation with the quarterback, so that's pretty exciting. Number seven, Oregon beats Colorado 52-29. to So Oregon's quarterback, Anthony Brown, big day today. 307 passing yards, three touchdowns, no picks, also ran for 38 yards. Uh, running back Byron Cardwell, seven carries, 127 yards, and a rushing touchdown. So, again, maybe a maybe a changing of the guard there at running back, going to the younger player at Oregon. Uh, the other running back for Oregon, Travis Dye, 13 carries, 47 yards, two touchdowns. He's got a knack to find finding his way into the end zone on the ground. But also tacks in five catches for, six, uh, for 75 yards and a receiving touchdown as well. So the goal line guy getting involved in the receiving game a little bit there for Oregon. Um, the receivers for Oregon, Devin Williams, had five catches for 95 yards and a touchdown. And then one of my preseason uh, freshman favorites, Troy Franklin, finally doing something. Uh, two catches, 44 yards, and scores a receiving touchdown for Franklin. So 
Moving on to the other game of the week, if you will, um, number five, Ohio State against number 20, Penn State. And I think a lot of people expected Ohio State to run away with this one, but this one was pretty close throughout. Ohio State gets the victory 33 to 24. Uh, Trevion Henderson, their freshman running back, just continues just his absolute demolition of his opponents. I mean, 28 carries, 152 rushing yards, and a touchdown for the freshman. This guy just looks incredible. I mean, I can't imagine what he's going to look like as a junior. Uh, the receivers in this game, you know, with these two teams, they're going to shine. So Jahan Dotson for Penn State, 11 catches, 127 yards for him. Parker Washington, nine catches, 108 yards for him. Um, Jackson, Jackson Smith Jigba, six catches, 97 yards for him. Garrett Wilson, seven catches, 82 yards. Um, C.J. Stroud, the Ohio State quarterback, throwing the ball to most of these guys. Uh, 305 passing yards for him, one touchdown, no picks. And then some of the other notable Debbie players, just to give you their stat lines in this game, even if they weren't the biggest games. Uh, Chris Olave had three for 44 and a receiving touchdown. And then the tight ends, Theo Johnson had four for 41, and Jeremy Ruckert had three for 57. So moving on to number four, Oklahoma beats Texas Tech 52 to 21. And man, freshman quarterback Caleb Williams lit it up. 402 passing yards, six touchdowns, no picks. This game was a blowout enough to where even our buddy Spencer Rattler made his way back into the game, and he had a good day. Five of five, 67 yards, and a touchdown for him as well. Uh, if those guys both performed like that, it sounds like the Oklahoma receivers probably had a good day. They did. Uh, sophomore Marvin Mims, four catches, 135 yards, and two receiving touchdowns for him. And then freshman Mario Williams, five catches for 100 yards and a receiving touchdown. Uh, the receiver on the other side, on the losing side at Texas Tech, Eric Ezu Kanma, I, I know I butchered that one. That's a tough one there, but he's having a great year. Um, eight catches, 123 yards, and a receiving touchdown for, for Eric E. And then some other notables here. The, the Oklahoma running backs really struggled in this game. I mean, Kennedy Brooks, just eight carries for 35 yards. And Eric Gray, a, a guy that I personally loved coming into this season, and man, was I wrong. Uh, four touches for just 20 yards in this. So he's, he's barely even seen usage at Oklahoma. Maybe he should have stayed hanging around at Tennessee. So number two, Cincinnati uh, defeats Tulane 31 to 12. Uh, Desmond Ritter in this one, 227 passing yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Also ran the ball 13 times for 47 yards. And then they're running back Jerome Ford, former Alabama running back, uh, 22 touches, 107 yards and two touchdowns for Ford. So lastly, number one, Georgia uh, defeats Florida 34 to seven. And man, is it ever going to stop with this Georgia defense? It seems every single week teams cannot get to double-digit points against Georgia's defense. It's just unbelievable. Because of that, we, we usually don't have much to talk about on the offensive side for Georgia, and that's still kind of the theme this week. So Zamir White uh, cracks the 100-yard mark, 14 carries, 105 yards, and a rushing touchdown for him. That's really the only notable performance in this game. Uh, Florida did go with their freshman quarterback, Anthony Richardson, in this one. He struggled a little bit, as you would expect, against this defense. He went 12 of 20 for 82 yards, no touchdowns. He threw two interceptions, and he only ran for 26 yards. So not the biggest day for Richardson. They did end up going back to Emory Jones. Um, he was 10 of 14 for 112 passing yards, so a lot more efficient than Richardson. And he also ran the ball five times for 22 yards and got in the end zone with a rushing touchdown. Uh, for Georgia, some other notables, Kiaris Jackson had three catches for 59 yards and a receiving touchdown. And then James Cook had 10 rushes for 46 yards and a rushing touchdown himself. So a couple unranked games that I want to look at. 
the USC Arizona game was really interesting. So USC defeats Arizona 41 to 34 and they were rotating quarterbacks. So both Keaton Slovis and Jackson Dart played. Um, they went to Jackson Dart at the end when the game mattered. So, so it seems like there is a serious quarterback competition there in LA. Uh, Slovis was 15 of 21 for 204, two touchdowns and one pick. Jackson Dart was 12 of 18 for 109 yards, two touchdowns and no picks. So we need to keep our eye on that one going forward. The bad in this game though, man, Drake London, who has just been dominating college football this year. I'm talking like 15 receptions a game dominating um, season-ending injury for him. So um, I didn't see exactly what it was, but but needless to say, it ends his his season and most likely his USC career. Um, he is definitely going to be off to the NFL, but but that means you know people got to step up for USC. Who is it? It looks like the receivers that are going to step up are going to be Gary Bryant Jr. and Taj Washington. So Gary Bryant Jr. had three catches for 89 yards and two receiving touchdowns. Washington had eight catches for 87 yards. So we'll see how their usage goes forward. But the star for USC in this game was running back Keontae Ingram. 27 carries, 204 yards, and a rushing touchdown on the ground. So a huge day for Ingram, a quarterback competition brewing, the end of the career of of a great receiver at USC, and then we'll see between Brian and Washington which one steps up to be the alpha. So here's another game that it's just really shocking that neither of these teams are ranked, and this is an unranked game. Uh, Clemson defeats Florida State 30-20. to Uh, Will Shipley for Clemson, the freshman running back, 29 touches, 152 yards, and two touchdowns for him. And, man, DJU still struggling. Just unbelievable. I'm just, you know, speechless at at, at how bad he's been this year. And this one, he goes 19 of 31 for 189 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. Um, And, you know, I'm beating a dead horse at this point, continuing to talk about how poor he's played. Uh, Justin Ross, six catches for 85 yards for those that are still hanging on to hope for Ross. But man, watching Clemson is ugly. It's a totally different team than we've seen the past couple of years. So as always, we're going to cover some other notable performances as well that are just, you know, on small school teams or, or, or the game was just such a bad game. It's not not worthy of talking about the game, but we need to talk about some of the individual performances. Uh, Jalen Tolbert for South Alabama. Um, awesome player. He's going to be a great receiver in this upcoming class. Um, eight catches, 94 yards, and two touchdowns for him. Zay Flowers, who was getting a lot of buzz at the beginning of the year, but I feel like people have backed off of him a little bit since Phil Jerkovich went down. Doesn't matter to Zay Flowers. He's still putting up the numbers. Six catches, 116 yards for him. Sean Tucker, Syracuse's running back, 26 carries, 207 yards, and a rushing touchdown. This guy has just dominated all year. Uh, Rasheen Ali, freshman running back at Marshall. A lot of people probably don't know who he is unless you're into C2C format. You probably know who he is. But 26 carries, 133 rushing yards, and two touchdowns for Ali. Here's probably the biggest day of the week that we've seen. So Tyler Beatty from Missouri, 39 touches, 294 yards, and two touchdowns in Missouri's win against Vanderbilt. So massive day, almost 40 touches, almost 300 yards, like just crazy day for Tyler Beatty. Uh, so Liberty's quarterback, Malik Willis, you know, hopeful first rounder, 307 pass yards for him, four touchdowns. Uh, Talia Tagavailoa to his little brother at Maryland, 419 pass yards for him and two touchdowns. Uh, Indiana's tight end, Peyton Hendershot, huge game for him, six catches, 106 yards and two touchdowns. And then last but certainly not least, uh, Jameer Gibbs, Georgia Tech's running back, 15 touches for 161 yards for him. So that's all I've got for an exciting week nine of college football. Please leave a rate and review for the podcast. It helps us grow and reach more people. 
Follow us on Twitter at FF underscore authority. Follow me on Twitter at Evil Empire FF. And don't forget to join our community on Discord. We'd love to interact with you guys in there and just talk college, uh, college football with me, uh, you know, uh, DFS with everybody else in there, the, you know, redraft, dynasty, whatever you guys need. We've got all your football needs covered in the Discord. Hop in there. We're looking forward to get to know you guys on a more individual basis. That's all I got this week. I I'm betting all up on me to defend these, all, all these titles and shits from, from concrete to tulip. Number one, see, this is it. Pedal to metal is lit. I swear I, I, I got the authority. The Devi Authority, this pot is just more to me. The Devi Authority going way up. Taking my opponents down, ain't going way up. Waiting is waiting you down, yeah.